Welcome to episode 25 of the Hockey Betting Report podcast. This episode is being recorded on October 2nd, 2021. Today I'll be previewing the expansion Seattle Kraken. But before we get to that, I wanted to let you know that tomorrow I'll be taking a break from the previews and I'll be doing an episode on betting NFL, NHL futures. I'll be discuss, discussing the Stanley Cup future market and the odds for major individual awards, including the Hart, Norris, and Vezina trophies. So I'm really looking forward to that. Okay, it's time to get cracking. So the Seattle Kraken enter their inaugural season with a season over-under win to- point total of 90.5 points over at Bet Online. Uh, in 2017, the Vegas Golden Knights went into their inaugural season with an over-under point total of 68.5. So keep that in mind when considering that the Kraken have a total of 90.5 this season and are currently the 15th choice to win the Stanley Cup at 30, plus 3,300 over at Online. So let's take a look at the projected Kraken roster for opening night. I'm using Cap Friendly's depth charts feature here uh, to, come up, to, to come up with this roster. So in goal, the, the Kraken have Philip Grubauer and Chris Dreger. So this tra- tandem should provide the Kraken with good goaltending, which is in line with uh, the Vegas model when Marc-Andre Fleury is their starter. I don't think either Grubauer or Dreger are at Fleury's level, but league average or better goaltending should be expected from this tandem. Uh, on the blue line, the Kraken have Mark Shornano, Adam Larson, Jamie Alexiak, Vince Dunn, Carson Soucy, and Hayden Fleury uh, projected as their top six D-men. Uh, they also have Will Borgen, Dennis Cholowski, and Jeremy Lozon with NHL experience and uh, will provide uh, good depth for that position. So they, they, they've really built a pretty strong group of six. Uh, Giordano is still a very good player who finished fifth amongst defensemen in Evolving Hockey's war metric last season. Larson is a good top four defensive defenseman and should ter- form a solid pairing with Giordano. Uh, expect this pairing to get the tough matchups for the Kraken. Dunn and Alexiak are both solid defensemen who will be expected to take on greater responsibilities in, in Seattle than they had with their old teams. Uh, the third pairing of Susie and Fleury should do fine in sheltered minutes, and they have good depth options in Lausanne, Chalowski, and Borgen if they run into injury. So up front, uh, the Kraken are going to run out uh, Jaden Schwartz, Alex Wenberg, Jordan Eberle, Callie Youngcroke, Jared McCann, Eunice Donskoy, Brandon Tanev, Morgan Geeky, and Mason Appleton, Marcus Johansson, Nathan Bastian, Colin Blackwell, uh, currently injured is Yanni Gord, who would likely project to be their number one center. And they also have uh, forwards Riley Shan and Ryan Donato with, with NHL experience. So that's a, a pretty good group of uh, 15 forwards there. The Gord injury will hurt start the season, as what this team is lacking is real uh, frontline talent up front and down the middle. Uh, they have a number of good two-way players, guys that could score 20 goals in the league, but who is going to hit 30 and, and you know, who is going to be the guys that, that are going up and down against the other team's top lines. So kind of who on this roster might be the William Carlson have a breakout offensive season. You know, what the Kraken failed to do that the Knights did was extract talent from other teams via side deals. So the Knights were able to get Jonathan Marshall from Florida for taking on Riley Smith's contract. Marshall and Smith ended up forming the Knights top line with, with, with Carlson. They also got both Eric Halla and Alex Tuck from Minnesota for not selecting one of their uh, top top defensemen. Halla scored 29 goals for the Knights, and Tuck scored 15 as a rookie and is really a pivotal part of their team right now. So 
So the one forward on this roster who I think could break out is McCann. The other is Gord, but he's going to be on the shelf for at least a month to start the season. Behind the bench, Ron Francis named Dave Haxtell the first head coach in Kraken history. Uh, this will be Haxtell's second chance at an NHL head coaching job after ser- serving as assistant with the Toronto Maple Leafs the last two years. Haxtell had a relatively unsuccessful uh, tour his first time around in Philly. In three and a half years, his team lost in the first round twice and failed to make the playoffs once, and we're on track to, to doing it again in the season he was let go. So the Golden Knights appeared uh, to strike lightning in a bottle with Gerard Gallant that first season. Can Haxtell have a similar impact in Seattle? Only time will tell. But looking at his past results, I'm not overly optimistic. Ron Francis has built a team uh, to, be as, to be competitive, as their 90.5 point total suggests. But I don't see a team that has the potential upside that the Knights that the Knights ended up with in that first season. Listen, you know, no one expected the Knights to do what they did that first year. And even looking back at that roster, I'm still astonished at, at what they accomplished. They really had something special in Vegas, and I'm sure the Vegas flu had something to do with that. I don't think the Kraken will have that home ice advantage in the first season. I think the team is going to struggle to score and will play a lot of close games, but I think their total is inching a little bit on the high side. Now, that's probably an, an unpopular opinion if, if you look at some of the analytics websites out there that are projecting these guys to be uh, in the playoffs. So I'll be looking for some opportunities early in the season to go against this team. Now, seeing that, I've already put in my first regular season bet into the account, and you can see it over uh, at BetStamp with uh, my username at HockeyBetReport. So I am on the Kraken at plus 220 against Vegas in their regular season debut. Even though I am lower uh, on the Kraken than the market, you know, that number is just way too high for a team that is projected at 90 and a half points. And I I expect it to come down as as we get closer to game day. And it's the reason why I grabbed it now. That's all for today. If you enjoyed this episode, please hit the subscribe button. And if you can, please share and leave a review. You can follow me on Twitter at HockeyBetReport to join in on the conversation. I'll be back tomorrow talking NHL future betting. We'll chat then.